Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. The Husker Hoops Party rolls on here in hour number two of On the Block. I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland, the nine-year NBA vet, the Husker Hall of Famer, reveling in not having any sleep. Stricky, get yourself a good night tonight, right? You can rest easy. The Huskers got it done last night. Yeah, man, I, I can. I can. I can sleep good tonight. Um, just was so excited, more so to, today, that I wasn't able to get the sleep that I wanted. But mm. let's talk about it. We do it with Evan Bland of yeah. the Omaha World. Harold, he's uh, on our VIP line, brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Again, uh, check out Evan's work at Omaha.com. Follow him on Twitter at Evan Bland, O-W-H. Evan! Your reaction to Nebraska men's basketball taking down number one Purdue and not just on a fluke, but by 16 points last night. I mean, wow. It was, it was unbelievable. It was really amazing to watch from afar. I wasn't at PBA, but just, you know, you kind of, in a game like that, you're like, okay, can you start strong? And then you kind of wait for that run from a team like Purdue, the way that they always seem to make and it and it kind of came, but it never really came. Like Nebraska continued to hold the lead. They they played a good first half, and then that extended into the second half. And it just, I think the thing that stands out to me about it the most, Austin, is just it didn't feel like a fluke. And I know that they shot well from three, and that that was a big part of it. But you think about I, I, what I think back to is all those encounters with Kansas over the years. And so many times Nebraska just struggled to keep it a game into the second half. And so for them to uh, look like they belonged um, to play in a way that I think is pretty on brand with what they've done to this point with, uh, you know, just just strong defense, um, the way that they rely on so many different players to do other things, uh, different things. Like I think all that sort of added up um, to this really impressive outcome where you're like, yeah, uh, they're, maybe they're not going to play that way every night, and, and mm-hmm. certainly PBA has an effect. But like, it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that they can play around this level of basketball moving forward. And so I think it 
it was uh, you know one of the, the great nights in program history, but I think just as much it gives you optimism for maybe just how high this thing can go in the next couple of months. That's just the thing. This is the, the signature win that Nebraska was looking for, not just for this season, but really under Fred Hoiberg. And I bring that up, the, the coach's name, because Matt Rule was there too. He was part of the court storming, didn't get very far, right? He took part and then he bounced out as quick as he could. But Evan, I think there are a lot of lessons for Nebraska football in you know this Nebraska basketball win. I think you look at a guy like, Sam Hoiberg, right? Who are those under-the-radar gems that can step up and play key roles? You look at getting old, getting experienced, right? Matt Rule, you know, not looking for the quick fixes, but trying to build into that that veteran experience. And most of all, just the payoff, right? Fred Hoiberg's built four and a half, five years for this moment. If I'm Matt Rule, I look at that and I say, if they're doing this for basketball, who hasn't been in this position much at all, imagine what they'll do for me if I get this program where I want it to be. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think we got a taste of that at Volleyball Day in Nebraska, too, when Memorial City was packed out uh, and, and people were excited. Like, I think that was sort of the taste, more sort of the football equivalent, I guess, of uh, of what that could be moving forward. And, and I was thinking about this, too, Austin. Like, you think about where Nebraska athletics is just in the big picture right now. Like, I, I'm trying to think of a time when there was this much general satisfaction about where so many programs are going. I mean, football still, uh, they're building with, with the Royola signing and some of the transfer hits that they've had. Like there's a lot of excitement there. Obviously what volleyball did soccer, women's soccer makes the elite eight. Both basketball programs are on a good track. Wrestling's in the top 10 softball has a five-star coming in. Like track and field is, is a top 10 program. Like the, the depth of success and just the momentum that you can feel right now um, is is really, at least in the last decade or so, I think unprecedented within the athletic department. And Nebraska basketball's certainly been, um, you know, one of those pieces that's been missing for a lot of that time. And so for them to have a home win like that when people get excited and to have the, the head coach at Nebraska football there in Matt Rule and doing what he does, yeah, I think it it's just another reminder of, the potential of this place when when teams are winning, when people have a shared vision, when they're moving in the same direction, um, those sort of cliche things that you hear about, like you can kind of feel it in moments like that. So, yeah, I mean, Nebraska football would love to celebrate a moment like that in the near future. I don't think they've had a field storming since the early 90s or, or a win over a ranked opponent of any kind since 2016, mm-hmm. uh, Oregon. So, like, you can kind of get a sense of what that could be like, but I think what basketball is doing is just a reminder that that it's possible. And and I would say this too, like you think about two years ago when it was Scott Frost and Fred Hoiberg, and they were both struggling, and they were both offensive-minded coaches who came in, um, and and maybe it didn't go the way that they expected it to. And one of those coaches, in Fred Hoiberg, has adjusted. Um, built his teams more on that uh, team mold. Um, it's not a collection of four stars necessarily, but it's guys who know their role. And I think there's a lot of value about that sort of um, foundation, especially in a place like Nebraska. There's a lot in there that, that's worth diving into. And I want to start with, it's we're going on, what, 13 years now since Nebraska joined the Big Ten. You mentioned the success up and down. Evan, we know Nebraska struggles in, in football after joining the Big Ten and what that that's looked like. There, there are really two options, I think. Either this is a fluke for the athletic department and you know things are going to go back to, to struggling, or there's better alignment, there's better vision, and the right people are finally in place. Do you think what's going on at Nebraska now with the depth of success is sustainable, or is it a flash in the pan? 
Well, I mean, it, it seems sustainable. I think Trev Alberts has been really impressive as the AD. I mean, that's you can't overlook that. I mean, I think you do have to start there. Uh, just his vision on things globally down all the way to some of the details uh, have been a big part of things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a confluence of a lot of unique circumstances. Uh, I mean, you know, Jordy Ball coming back for softball, Britt Prince committing uh, for women's basketball, mm-hmm. what volleyball continues to do, Riola and football, um, you know, so on and so forth. And, like, you hear about it all the time from recruits and, and people from other places that come in. Like, they, they sense that there's something different about Nebraska. And it's not always – just the wins and losses, but it's the support. It's the people in the stands. It's the academics behind the scenes. It's nutrition and all the rest. And it really, I mean, it's it's so cliche. You hear about it all the time. Uh, there is no place like Nebraska. But again, like you hear it so often from families and people that come in that can, they can sense something different. And it's not, you know, it's not common for your head football coach to be it all the men's basketball games. It's not common for that guy to storm the court. It's not common for uh, the head football coach to talk about the volleyball team or, um, you know, go to a soccer match or whatever, or go to a wrestling meet and have a a player there. So like, Mm -hmm. I think the interconnectedness of the programs, there is something to that. I think people feel a greater sense of purpose, a greater sense of community and support and all that. And so, you know, for Nebraska, it feels like for years, the thing has been, if you could just get it rolling, um, it's going to be a fun place to be, and it's going to be a hard thing to stop. And maybe that's what we're seeing right now. So maybe that momentum is just getting started where people um, are getting excited about the individual sports and they support each other. And it goes from there. So again, what, what that equates to down the line in terms of championships or wins and losses remains to be seen, but it does feel like the core foundation for success is there in a way that it hasn't been in a long time. I'm glad you brought up strength and nutrition and conditioning and in wrestling, right? Because that was one of the big stories of the weekend with Nash Hutmacher making his collegiate wrestling debut. I think surrounding yourself with successful people is never a bad idea. And Matt Rule lent one of his best players to one of the best programs on campus, one of the best coaches on campus and Mark Manning. Mm-hmm. First of all, just the transformation of Nash Hutmacher's body to lose 45 pounds in a month is incredible, but for Matt Rule to trust another coach on campus, right? We've seen football kind of cloister itself so many times, want to be set apart, to be involved in other programs, not just at the head coaching level, but to, you know, loan your your speedsters out to the track team, to to let Nash Hutmacher go back to something he was so good at in high school on the wrestling team. I think that more than anything speaks to the interconnectedness, you know, from the the biggest program with the most headlines down to all the other successful programs wanting a taste of that and being able to carry that back into that football locker room, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's to me, it's kind of Matt Rule uh, putting his money where his mouth is a little bit. Like it's one thing to say that you want the best for the people around you, and then it's another to allow one of your star defensive linemen to lose all that weight, like you said, and to dedicate himself uh, in ways that won't necessarily directly help the football team or, or to allow your receivers and defensive backs to do track just because that's what they want to do. That's what gives them joy. That's what can maybe help them with their speed. Um, I think we saw that sentiment as well uh, when it comes to the coaching carousel and, you know, a lot of coaches, if they had made the hire of, of Tony White, the way the rule did, uh, they don't, they don't want to lose that guy. They want to keep him around and, and for rule to 
openly and publicly say, yeah, hire him as a head coach. He deserves it. Um, I think that that speaks a lot uh, about his character. And, and again, it, 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 it confirms kind of what he believes like Matt rule. I think that's one of the most impressive things that we've seen from him in a year. And Lincoln is, yeah, he's a dynamic speaker. He has uh, a lot of, of in-depth thoughts and, and ideas and philosophies on where things should go. But then he's backed it up at just about every turn. He has an intention to detail about his program. Uh, he clearly wants to see people under his charge elevated and, and thriving in whatever role they're in, whether at Nebraska, uh, within the football program, wherever it might be. And I think this is just another example of that and another example of why people want to play under him in this program right now. Evan, I have two questions, but let me let me do a quick shift real quick because um... – we had Diane Mendenhall on a little bit earlier to talk about the Supernovas. The Omaha Supernovas obviously is going to be a, a big special edition here uh, in the state. Now, we, we've been very aware at the youth level, obviously at the university here, both. At- this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At University of Nebraska and Creighton, with a lot of the success that they've had in volleyball now, what do you think the impact of now adding an addition at this level of of now professional volleyball being here in the state of Nebraska as well as in Omaha? Do you think that could not only with success of this program, if it goes really well, could it open doors for maybe more opportunities for maybe another professional team to want to seek out uh, the state of Nebraska and maybe Omaha, if they have great success here in the state? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I'll be curious to see what kind of interest and crowds the Supernovas Novas in that league end up uh, bringing in, because if there's ever going to be a place for that to succeed, uh, we all know that that's here in the state of Nebraska with their love of volleyball and, and the way that the youth programs and high schools produce college talent and obviously what Creighton and Nebraska and, and Omaha have been able to do at the college level um, to see a lot of those former stars and stars from other programs come back and play volleyball at a professional level. Um, I think it'll be it'll be dynamic. I think the timing of it is right when you see the growth of volleyball at the at the collegiate level in terms of television exposure and social media and then all the rest. Like it, it does feel like this is the right time to give it a try. Um, and, and again, these are some high-level athletes playing at some of the best levels ever. And people that follow Nebraska volleyball know that oftentimes some of their best players, when they leave, they have to go play overseas because that's where a professional career opportunity is. And so you know, I remember talking to Jordan Larson uh, a month or two ago, and she spent a lot of her career the last 15 years 
in Germany or Japan or wherever else. She doesn't even speak the language necessarily, but that's where she goes for opportunities. So for players like that to have a chance to play uh, domestically, I think is a really interesting proposition. And And it does test Omaha, I think, in the sense that that city is known to, for being a great college sports town. When the NCAA tournament comes to town, when the College World Series is there, uh, it, it embraces big events like that, the swim trials, um, and so on. But how about a consistent professional product the way the Supernovas will turn out? It'll be fascinating to see, but I think you got to give them you know, as good a chance as, as anybody for making it succeed. Now we can't make the joke that Nebraska football is the pro team anymore. There actually is one around. So that joke is officially retired as soon as this league kicks off two weeks from today. We're talking well, with Evan Blaine of the Omaha World Herald. Let me throw one more thing because um, we also had another opportunity where we landed the early regional games for the NCAAs mm. that's now coming up again. Um, are they, are those like – do you think – do you view those like as test markets kind of a little bit just to kind of see – you know, how 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 it works out, how it, it provides you think this is why Epley now is trying to do some revamping of the airport. I mean, you know what I mean? It just seems like some of these things coincidingly kind of start mm-hmm. to work together. Right. You're talking regionals for basketball? Yeah, for the for the uh, NCAA tournament. They're yeah, gonna, absolutely. A, I mean, yeah, Omaha, for what it's worth, like events like that love Omaha because you're absolutely right, Strick. I mean, Epley's right down the road. You're talking about like a mile bus ride from the airport to the arena. You've got hotels in Omaha and in council bluffs right there. I mean, it's very easy to get to, it's very easy to, to settle in. And so, yeah, I mean, Omaha has been a popular destination for a while. It was, it was a hit with the previous NCAA tournaments that have, that have come through in the last handful of seasons as well. Obviously the NCAA and its commitment to the city through the college world series has been, ongoing and i think that's gotten stronger uh as, as that ballpark's been downtown um you know some professional golf tournaments that have been there so yeah i, I just think there's there's it, it's clear that the city and its residents have expressed an interest and a desire for big events and that they're going to go to those i think you could say the same thing about concerts and and musical um you know opportunities that have come through as well um, but it is. It's that it's been that way for a long time. The setup, the infrastructure is such that it's attractive for outside folks coming in as well. And um, yeah, I think people know that um, even if the home team isn't there, like it's going to be a dynamic atmosphere and something that's going to add to the sport. Evan, we've gotten a couple questions about this on the text line. Mike Mazuka, a big name out of the transfer portal for Nebraska to target last year, at least to a lot of people, kind of out of the blue tweeted he'll be attending the University of Nebraska for his final year, hashtag GBR. Had this been in the works? Was this kind of out of nowhere? What does the addition of Mike Mazuka mean for this Husker football offensive line? Yeah, we're working on an update on that uh, right now, actually. But, I mean, it's huge. It's uh, This is a guy who, um, you know, could have gone pro this year. He's going to have his fifth season of college football coming up instead. He's been a multi-year starter at at both left and right guard at Baylor a couple years ago and then at Florida this past season, and it fits in perfectly with what Nebraska is looking for. When you look at their line next year, Nuri Nueli is is moving on. He was at that right guard spot, and then Ethan Piper, who in theory could still come back, but he has that um, that knee injury that he's recovering from. 
he was at that left guard spot. And so a guy like Mazuka, who's proven, who's graded out as one of his team's best run blockers and pass blockers the last couple seasons, immediately comes on as a guy uh, who, who's a strong plug-and-play option. And, you know, he was a guy a year ago to this day who chose Florida over Nebraska and Auburn out of the portal and now he's back. And, and I think his relationship with his brother, Maurice, who's a, a walk-on running back with Nebraska, played a part in that. His relationship with Matt Rule and that staff who recruited him to Baylor before a lot of them headed off to Carolina is a part of that back in uh, you know, 20, 2020. And so um, I think all that kind of comes into play. But it's an interesting kind of a surprising move because he didn't actually visit this off season. He came here last year on that visit and, and chose to go elsewhere, but he was familiar enough with the program to stick around. So he's got one year left. Anytime you can add a, an impact offensive lineman out of the portal, you got to do it. And I think this was a, a very happy surprise for Nebraska as it bolsters its line for next season. You mentioned all those relationships, his younger brother, the the Matt rule connection, those all make sense, but that's now two off seasons in a row Nebraska has landed what appears to be an instant impact offensive lineman. And Evan, every year fans have the same conversation. You know, we need to help on the offensive line, dive into the portal to to go get one. It's not as easy as Nebraska's made it look the last two off seasons. Like offensive linemen just aren't out yeah. there in the portal. So what does that say about Nebraska that two off seasons in a row, they address one of the biggest positions in the portal? Well, you know, I think it says, especially at a position of need like that, that you have to really uh, leverage your relationships. Like the, the previous cycle, that guy would be Ben Scott, who mm-hmm. who had family in Nebraska and who knew Donovan Riola from out, out in Hawaii. So, like, that was where that started. That's how they got a foot in the door. And I think once you do that, then you can sell all the other stuff that Nebraska has from facilities to support to offensive fit and all that. But I think that's where that starts. And it's not like Nebraska is hit on that every cycle. I mean, it's, it's hard sometimes in when, when it comes to the offensive line, you have to kind of settle for developmental projects and Nebraska has found some of those over the course of the last few cycles too, but a hood, a knack, um, guys like that. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, it, but it's, it's really big. And for what it's worth, I mean, Mazuka could have gone, uh, all over the country. He could have gone to a number of power five teams, but Hey, you know, again, when you have those previous relationships with a coach who was after you in high school and your brother's on the team. Um, and again, you have the NIL stuff and the internal support, like all that tends to add up. And so it's, it's a coup for Nebraska because his, his name was not one that had come up really in any speculation uh, during this off season cycle. And now suddenly you're talking about, um, finding another starter and allowing some of those younger players that you have another uh, safety net, I suppose, while they develop behind the scenes. And I do think Nebraska, as much as it has added a couple offensive linemen in the last couple cycles, quite honestly, won't need to do much of that moving forward if some of these prospects that they have developing right now pan out. I mean, this 2024 class, they've got five guys uh, who, who just have signed who I think have major upside for a couple of years from now. So they're really setting themselves up well, short-term and long-term, when it comes to controlling the line of scrimmage. Then, of course, over the weekend, Nebraska adds Isaiah Nayor from Texas uh, and Wyoming, and also Dante Dowdle, the Oregon transfer running back. I know we have yet to get through winter conditioning and spring ball and fall ball and all that, but Evan, as you look at the pieces Nebraska has 
um, at quarterback, at skill position. And do you see the outlines of a top half in the Big Ten offense? Is it going to be a step or two up from where it was last year? What do you think the the outlook is for this Nebraska offense in terms of improvement from last year? I mean, there's one way to go, right? Like it just statistically, this past season was Nebraska's worst offensively since the late 60s in a lot of different key measurements. And so, uh, I mean, they've addressed a ton of it. The quarterback spot, you have to get right. It it looks like Raiola could certainly be that guy. Daniel Kalen um, is a great prospect in his own right. It feels like they have some potential answers there. And then you have to surround him with skill players. And Nayor is that as a deep ball threat. Dowdell certainly is that uh, as a, a former top 10 running back prospect in the 23 cycle blend of power and speed. That's hard to come by. Um, and then you get back some of the guys that you've had at that running back position. If Gabe Irvin can bounce back, if Emmett Johnson can take the next step forward, so on and so forth, you just start stockpiling some of these skill players. And yeah, I mean, it, it's looking brighter. And I think that's, what's most interesting about projecting Nebraska next season is you have a pretty good sense now of what the defense is about, what that's going to look like offensively. You know, we're not going to see Nebraska. I don't think running uh, option pitches with the running back this next season, the way that they just did, like mm-hmm. they did what they had to do to be competitive and try to win games. But I don't think their style that we just saw was what, they want long-term. And so now you have the pieces maybe where you can execute closer to what you're looking for in terms of that pro style offense. Uh, and so how quickly it comes together will be a big storyline and how they do next season. Um, but certainly the talent upgrade is clear. Um, and if nothing else, these are guys um, who, who can execute an offense the way that the staff, I think envisions. It's Evan Bland of the Omaha World, Harold with us on our Aloe Fiber VIP line. Evan, as always, appreciate your time. Stay warm. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, guys. Evan joined us on that VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. We're still looking for those submissions from the floor. Yesterday after Nebraska men's basketball's upset of Purdue, tweet those at on the block 93.7. A lot of interesting numbers I want to get to. I want Strick's thoughts, too, having been in the building What were the key moments in this game? Where did Nebraska win this game against Purdue? We'll dive into that as we continue on the block in just a sec. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.